I'm drinking some very, very boozy um, hot cocoa right now. <laughs> That's fantastic. I am. Uh... <sighs> I feel so fat. <laughs> I'm just taking pulls off of fucking red wine right now, bud. Wow. Well, when mine runs out, I have a I have a, a Portland Cider Company peach berry cider, so I can just <laughs> just face first right into diabetes. I think we are the probably the manliest podcasters in the world, given that you've got that peach berry cider and I've got a Shirley Temple mix on deck. <laughs> yeah, and I'm doing this in the closet with incense burning and two candles. <laughs> I love that you're getting a little bit romantic for uh, our podcast. I'm, I need to be in the mood. Well, and I I don't think I need any mood enhancers for this fucking episode because this was primo. This was such a fucking fun Oh, do you fun feel episode. like th- it it was uh, you know, I've got my gripes. Oh no, no. There's things to gripe about, but there's so much insanity. <laughs> to discuss dark death i was actually asking the stupid questions man he has two hard j names oh my god dude whoa what the are you mad at me do you like me oh my god i'm starting to shake man just don't open yourself up to that man do not say you're starting to shake okay don't open yourself up to them that can be dangerous come here do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of you. <sighs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. <laughs> I've already I've already drank like half a bottle of wine, so I'm kind of fucked up. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't even know how the intro goes. I could try it. I could try it. You can do. I believe. I believe this is the fourth episode. Eric Hoofnagel, you could do it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to do it like you do. Do it. I believe in you. Yeah. I'm giving you absolute uh, okay. silence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only Zach Baggins specific podcast, maybe. Kind of. You nailed it. <laughs> Hit it out of the park, baby. Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's uh, what you sound like. Yeah, that's that. I, yeah, I think you did a very good yeah. impression of me. It's time for some more wine. Uh, yes, we are your hosts. I am Joel Albert Kleinberger. Ooh, I'm Eric Allen Hoofnagel. And we are two boys in our 30s who <laughs> want... To challenge Zach Bagans to fight us in the dark and any of his other right. fucking lackeys, any any of the other ghost shows you want to take us on, Boy, we'll take you on. You know, Joel, that's that's a that's a big order because I think like ha- like half of Las Vegas is his lackeys at this point. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Uh, I think I remember reading years ago that he has a paranormal. There's like. The Ghost Adventure crew is like a certification process where you go through Zach Bagan's ghost hunting school to get like a licensed paranormal investigator. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's thousands of them. I bet they have they have zero science course in that curriculum. It's just there's no science. There's there's uh, the the gold beryllium subtle energy. Everything's got crystals. Subtle energy. I'll get it one day. There's magic everywhere in this bitch. Here's the thing, Eric. Uh, they might not have science courses, just plain old science courses, but the word science is in pseudoscience. So technically, they have science oh. courses. Um, wow. <laughs> When 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 Zach Bagans dies, he's gonna fight all the afterlife. It's like it's like in Doom, like the Doom Slayer. Like he's gonna go down as like this like legendary being that showed up and <laughs> took down the entire afterlife. Yeah, except for he's going to heaven instead of hell. <laughs> he's gonna fucking like wrestle the archangel Michael, just throw his sword through his own head, just 
I <laughs> I think Zack would go to Purgatory and just openly fight all these like lethargic sad lost souls so we're talking like purgatory a la dante's inferno where it's just a bunch of artists ghosts and stuff yeah where where all of us millennials are going yeah yeah uh not all of us i think me and you i'm pretty sure if there is a heaven and hell structure as laid out in the bible me and you are skipping we're going to hell oh yeah oh yeah right there skipping the line mm-hmm. holy shit i'm not sure which uh ring we're gonna be in i i don't i don't know if there's like a a halfway between lust and gluttony that they could put in glust glust yeah we're in the glust category <laughs> and it's all just like it's all just like these like horny demon women made out of bread but we can never eat them or fuck them Ooh, that sounds that sounds at least passably <laughs> hot. Like I gotta say, yeah, it sounds good, right? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Well, sure. Yeah, nice. <laughs> if I had a fucking teenager, I just I'd have to sit them down. If it was a boy, I'd be able to yeah. be like sit them down and be like, hey, look, like don't be who I was. Like, yeah, you don't have to be ashamed. You can, like, do these things. Just yeah. don't fucking, like, you know, come in the same sock over and over. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, put it through the wash. You, yes, please you do. Use to- I don't care. We all don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. I would I would have to sit my, my, my child down and tell them so many things. And... I would do a little bit better than my parents who just happened, you know, one day I just noticed they switched their detergent to something that was really good at handling protein stains. And that's when I knew (laughs) that they knew. (laughs) Oh my God. American society is, is pretty great at shaming people about everything that they shouldn't be ashamed of. But what American society is not good at doing is shaming people for behaviors and beliefs that they shouldn't have. And that leads us to our, hey! our episode today, which is Ipperson, Ghost Adventures. Riddle House. <laughs> the season one, episode four, The Riddle House. The Riddle House. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> staring the out of us already. We are in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. At the Riddle House in its new home, which is the Yesteryear Village Living Museum. It is, uh, I found its website. It says, Yesteryear Village is one of Palm Beach County's most unique cultural attractions. A living history park where interpreters shares their stories about life prior to 1940. And... Wow. It seems like it's a hot ticket item given that seniors, who is going to be their, like, number one customer because it's fucking West (laughs) Palm Beach, Florida, it only cost them seven bucks to get in. Ooh, Florida. I think this is, like, the village of the dead. Already, they're in the worst place in America, I think, personally. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased because when I went to Florida as a child, there were like two tornadoes and a hurricane while I was there. And we got fucking T-boned by an old lady. No, I, I've never been to Florida, so I can't say. But uh, the fact that Trump loves it so much and they love Trump so much, it, it's enough for me to not want yeah. to go. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good call. Not to make it political. Trigger warning for all the snowflake Republicans out there. But we're not exactly nice to Trump Republicans, the police, or other forms of Nazis. Oh my god. We're going to get fucking doxxed. We're gonna get fi- yeah. They're, we're gonna get firebombed yeah. for come fight me in yeah. the dark. Our our innocent Zach Bagans slash us talking about our bowel yeah. movements and testicles podcast. They're gonna save those bombs they were gonna use on Planned Parenthood and use them on us. That stirred it up. I bet. You think? <laughs> um. Well, Ugh, moving I'm on. Sweaty already. Uh. Yeah. Well, that's perfect because I'm gonna call upon the. Zach Bagans fashion report. Oh yes, please do. 
Insert drop. Oh shit. Give me the thermometer real quick. Dude, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. So Zach has this shirt on that uh that from the front is just a normal kind of like douchey graphic tee. But there's one moment where you really get a good look at the back when he's going oh, yeah. up the stairs. <laughs> and I paused it and I and I observed. Um, and I took down some notes. It's a, a winged lion head oh my God. over some kind of shield crest with a double-headed eagle on it. <laughs> and some kind of lettering behind that which I can only imagine is an authentic incantation of ma or magic spell to ward off harm from the supernatural. <laughs> it's gotta be. It has to be. He's wearing, he's, he's wearing spiritual chainmail. It's not douchebaggery. It's literally just like he has his own clothing line where he weaves in magical spells to prevent being possessed. God damn, I would buy the fuck out of that zach bagan's official clothing line the ant slash spiritual armor oh yeah like charged by moonbeams or something oh, like holy dude. shit that would be our essential oils like <laughs> holy shit we would go all we would just oh god what did you get you got the new oh you got the fucking like fedora that stops <laughs> the like 5g yeah. and the voices from <laughs> The, the hereafter you got the, the you got the jinko jeans that are specially customized with silver thread that says incantations to ward off just general bad feelings yeah i want i want whatever kind of weird sneakers he have has that gives us you know plus five dexterity or whatever yeah. <laughs> plus five to run away from ghosts wow man this is it yeah, it like increases your your initiative roll when when ghosts are around. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Plus 5 to initiative oh, against fuck. the paranormal. Oh god, I just like ruined my future dating life like a thousand percent just now. <laughs> why do you like girls and money? I mean, I know we all do, but why do you like them? One of the first people they interview is the f final you know, descendant of the Riddle family, John Riddle. And one of the first things he does is he completely ruins his credibility because he's like, well, they say the, the, the stairs are real creaky. <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, yeah. And then he's like, they describe it like a man dragging chains up the stairs. And it's like, I'm sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. Is that creaky? <laughs> yeah, that that, sounds, that's what creaky that sounds, sounds like. That sounds a lot worse than creaky. There is so much nonsense with this haunting. <laughs> like, all of the stories, nothing matches up, right? Like, let's set up the hauntings. The Riddle House was originally in a different location, and they moved it. It was built in 1905 as a, yeah. like, gatekeeper's cottage for... The, the people who oversaw the, a cemetery. And then they moved it, and it was like a funeral home. Funeral home, yeah. And, and according to Zach, that's what really made the spirits mad. And, you know, like, they, there's, there's a lot of things. Like, Yesteryear Village, as we mentioned, is like a little, you know, thing where people who are on death's door can spend $7 to get a mild amount of interest entertainment. Where they can, like, all the 90-year-old people who live in Palm Beach, Florida can be like, that is what my house used to look like. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. My great-great-grandfather, he used to flick a wheel for fun. <laughs> and, oh, look at those dolls. I had the same doll, and it was just as shitty then as it is now. <laughs> they talked to a bunch of people 
about the haunting because the house got moved to this this museum place the guy who is cited as just a witness but he was like a contractor his name was steve carr tells stories about how he would come in at like in between days uh of renovating the place and the ladders if you left ladders one place they might be moved or they might be gone and it sounds like you know i'm a little bit of a skeptic but i'm gonna bet that it's not ghosts who are angry at ladders. It's probably more drunken contractors. Yeah. The, the stories, the stories from this guy, from Steve about ladders being moved into two before being thrown at somebody's head. It just, it sounds like people who were not taking job site safety very seriously more than it does ghosts. These are just fucking OSHA negligence yeah yeah Yeah, this guy's talking about ghost reports but if you go to the osha reports of the job site that there's a fucking investigator who's like well they were storing two by fours up on someone threw a two by four at a man's head yeah yeah that sounds a lot more likely that somebody coming off of like a night of doing pcp back on the job site he just threw a two before at somebody's head but this is also when we discover when we when we learn about the guy named Joseph hanging himself in the attic, which is like, mm, ooh, just like del- like the best fucking like setup for a haunting. It was early on in the beginning of the depression, I, and this guy came by and wanted to help out doing handiwork around the house. He uh, was hired. Supposedly, he was having still some financial problems the domestic problems that go along with that and uh, it finally just got too much for him and he uh, evidently hung himself in the attic that is a great recipe for trap souls yeah which is like this is such an, an a point of contention for me in this episode and i i want to talk about it because the story of joseph the dude who gets hung and what happens later in the investigation is so confusing to me but yes, we'll get it yes it doesn't make sense oh yeah no sheila sheila the medium <laughs> tells a very different story yes uh about why he killed himself she sells joseph up the river to these fucking bloodthirsty bros she's she just makes him out to be the meanest pile of shit what a <laughs> man hater Oh my! So before we get into Sheila, there's a couple other like things that they they talk to a couple more people. They talk to Barry yeah. Reed, the former chief of security, who's driving around in the golf cart, and he is yes. so very pink. He is the pinkest, smoothest old man. Yes, he's a he is a pink potato of a man. He's a little pink boy. He is great. He's like the average Florida resident. Oh yeah, that's that's the average attendee to the yesteryear village is pink boys that look like fucking Barry. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> be such a pink boy. Oh, you and me both. We're gonna be well. I'm actually. Right. I don't know. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for it. My moles are just gonna expand until I have splotchy, like <laughs> leathery, dark skin, and then one of them's gonna grow and kill me one day. Oh, I'm going to be a goiter person. I can, I can, (laughs) I can so see that. I'm going to be 100% goiters. Uh, Yeah. You're going to have a big old fucking node on your head that you're going to hide under a hat. (laughs) Yes. I'm just wearing this, this fedora, this, this plus three against goiter growth. Yeah. Fedora. Yeah. (laughs) Plus three against skin cancer. Um, yeah, but yeah, so a couple of the other reports of hauntings from this area include, oh, people getting their hair pulled. Yeah. Hair yeah. pulled, touching American flags getting stolen, which I wonder, cause they mentioned there's another building, uh, that used to house like a civil war captain. And I'm wondering if he fought for the Confederacy and he's, he's out there taking all the American <laughs> flags. Damn it. What is that? Get that the Big damn it, flying that union flag. 
and there's just what are these fifty pl- stars all about? <laughs> he, it's just Yosemite Sam as a ghost, uh, as a Confederate ghost. Fresher, fresher, fresher. Oh yeah. So, and my favorite, my favorite stupid haunting story about this, and I, I don't. I don't like to get down on the stories too much in these episodes, but this is fucking stupid. Fucking Steve talks about a media day where they were unveiling like some photographs that they found of people who used to live at Riddle House or some shit. And a multiple people on staff had a young couple dressed in period Victorian wear approach them and said hello and then mysteriously left and when they revealed the photo it was the couple in the photo <clears throat> bullshit yeah bull yeah bullshit that's the stupidest thing however however Joel you say that's stupid but that is the most excited I have seen Zach Baggins <laughs> maybe yet in the series oh he's he turgid gets the shivers and he's like and he's like ooh! he gets so fucking like ghost horny it is it's fucking hilarious like it's clear that he loves getting scared more than anything else yeah in one of the photographs it was 100 percent carbon copy of of the people that were no walking here way. none of us have seen them that before none of them saw us after and they were not here chills, um, d- awesome. during the ceremony like he just like goes ooh, and then he's like "Ooh, i love that that's awesome that's awesome and then he's and then it cuts to him talking to the lady who gets her hair pulled and his yeah. hands are between his knees and he's like "Ooh, ooh, tell me the scary bit Ooh, yeah 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 yeah. what did you do when you got your hair pulled tell me tell me a detail what did you do oh my god how how hard did he pull your hair oh my god did you call him daddy <laughs> zach Bagans uh, obviously gets fear boners that's the only way he gets off. oh and he gets off he gets off specifically on dark death the kind of dark history that we like oh yeah he gets way too excited about there's there's a moment it is at nine minutes in 25 seconds zach goes off on this rant (laughs) where he says honestly about 80 times in a row like bros honestly honestly i mean honestly guys yeah when I was here, yeah. when I when we first came here, honestly, I was honestly skeptical as hell, honestly. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was skeptical as hell coming into this place. I think, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. But now, I think this is a village of the dead. <laughs> I, yeah. And he's like, there's been a lot of death, a lot of dark death. Yeah, and that's the kind me. we like. That's the kind, yeah, the, the, the creepier the better. That oh, gets, the darker the better. That gets the Zach Baggins seal of approval. Dark <laughs> death. Dark death actually sounds like it's probably the line of clothes that he gets. Like, oh, It's probably dude. the clothing line he gets all his shit from. We Dark are, we death. Are, <laughs> darkdeath.com. <laughs> we are hitting it out of the park on this episode so far. <laughs> Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. One of my favorite lines is is uh, Zach, after talking to Steve Carr for a while, asks uh, Steve if he thinks that this place, Yesteryear Village, is built for the living or if it was built for the dead. And Steve Steve Carr like pauses for a second. <laughs> yeah, he has a great answer to yeah, that. Yeah, he does. He's he's like it was built for the living, but it houses the dead, and it's like. Good answer, but he paused for long enough where I thought he was going to make a dig at the retirement communities in Florida. Where he's like, well, most of our guests are almost dead anyways. <laughs> I mean, honestly, 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 I think honestly, I want to be honest with you. That That is a dumb fucking question and such a leading question. Uh, oh, yeah. So. Who do you think lives here, really? (laughs) These people, this family, or a dead one? Dark death. Well, speaking of leading questions and bullshit, let's get in. Hey, Sheila! Fucking Sheila Powell. Yeah, (laughs) hip-hop air-horned extraordinaire. Fucking Sheila Powell, the fucking psychic. Oh, boy. 
think this man is evil. But you know what is funny is that he really doesn't like you the most. Yeah. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. Now, Eric. Yeah. I looked into Sheila. Oh, good. Good. Because I sure didn't. Uh, <laughs> I said, there is an honest woman. And that was it. That's all, that's, that's all I needed. <laughs> so Sheila is an author <laughs> and a psychic mm. medium extraordinaire. And I want yeah. you to read her. I want to read her bio here. So okay. this is what she, she, this is her about the author on, on sapphirebooks.com, which I can only imagine sells the <laughs> best and most peer reviewed scientific novels ever. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> she, Sheila Powell was born to loving parents in the smoky mountains of North Carolina. She was raised by her in quotes for some reason, aunties who in quotes just knew things and therefore whoa yeah she was raised by a lesbian couple oh is that what that is i like that i like that read on it (laughs) aunties quote unquote (laughs) aunties who were who knew things Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm oh that's great so yeah so sheila powell perhaps raised by a lesbian couple who were psychic in the smoky mountains who are psychic north carolina <laughs> i love this this is needs to be a movie i'm ready yeah it's just two two lesbians deep in the mountains of north carolina who get stuck with a, a young girl from a, a hateful mother in their family yeah raising their protege they're like they're like we will make the most powerful psychic of all time. Well, and that's a great segue because she, based on her skills that she claims she has, she sounds like she's the most powerful psychic of all time because her mm. skills, and this is in quotes, her skills include mediumship, empathetic, empathic, rather, claircognizant, <laughs> clairaudient, clairvoyant, clairsentient, Claire Gustent, and she's medically intuitive. And Claire Danes. <laughs> she's Claire Danes, too. She's an <laughs> ordained minister and a certified paranormal exec- investigator, Reiki practitioner, hypnotist, and she's a past life regressionist, hella fucking certified. Jesus. Man, what a grifter. I know. <laughs> So all of those words, Claire Cognizant, all the Claire words, all the Claire dot, dot, dots. It's that level of like bullshit intricacy that you try to make things sound better than they are. And I'm going to start right here off the bat. This is my stance as Joel Kleinberger. Psychics, 100% bullshit. Don't (laughs) one fucking at me, bro. I don't fucking care. 100%. you know, when we're finally done with this in our 50s, <laughs> we will do a podcast about psychics. Like the one that I didn't know what the words meant. Like clear cognizant means you're just, you're aware of your surroundings, I suppose. Clear audience means you can oh hear things. She is cognizant. She can hear. She can smell. Claire, yeah, she can. <laughs> she can taste things. No, yeah, that's the thing. Claire Gustin is psychic taste, and no. it is defined at, on uh, scarymommy.com is where I found the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it it's defined as the the uh, tasting of things, so you can taste people's energy. And you can also taste the energies of food and events and objects. You're playing with us, Peter. You're playing <laughs> with us. I just love the idea of just like somebody, wa- like a psychic, just like an old lady psychic, just walk into a room and she just smacks her mouth. She's like, mm. ah, y'all taste like shit. Your soul's dark. <laughs> It means clear tasting. Anyways, her laundry list of accomplishments aside, she shows up and they do the thing that all ghost shows do when they have a psychic on. Where they're like, 
you've never been here before, right? This is <laughs> yeah, your first yeah. time seeing this. Yes. And she's like, no, that was, of course. oh, that rang all the fucking bells for me. Cause I was like, hang on. She has the fucking internet. You clearly <laughs> told her where to meet you. Yeah. She checked the internet and she's yeah. like, well, what's, what's up with this place? I know exactly. That's why it's all bullshit. Like she's she's going through, and Zach in, on the on the on the the voiceover is like, th- she started zeroing in on all of the hot spots, and it's like, of course she yeah, did, because they're all on the fucking website. Yeah, they're probably well, there's, all there's online a... because they like all the people were telling the story about Joseph hanging himself in the attic because yeah. that's their favorite story to tell. So, uh, duh. And she's like, oh, it starts with a J. It's J. It's a, Joe. Uh, J- it's Joe. a hard Joseph. It's it's not in the middle of the name. That's what I mean by not being that. That's what I mean by it being a hard J. Because if it was a soft J, it could be in the middle. But it's a hard J. Like Joseph. It is Joseph. Like, okay, great. Yeah, I'm sure you're pulling that right <laughs> out. It, but like the way I'm, the way I'm hearing it is more of a Joseph. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm getting an, a, a flavor and it really tastes like a Joseph, like a hard J. Like if you put your mm, tongue mm. against your teeth, like mm, J, mm, Joseph. Yeah. The only way I would trust a psychic with a thing like this, if if they were black bagged, like in the middle of the night and put on a plane <laughs> Yeah, if they had abducted her yeah. from the street. Oh my god, and I would love to see that episode. Yeah, just if if they black bagged her and then like threw her in the middle of the house and then they locked her in and then they they with with Zach Bagans and Zach was like, "Okay, tell me what you think." She would just been like, "Ah, uh, there's probably she would probably I mean Zach is an easy mark cuz he wants to believe, so she would probably be able to talk her way out of it." But that's the only way I would like I Eric, where do you sit on psychics? Let's talk about this. Let's open this can of worms. You know, I uh, uh I think they're mostly grifters who have a really, really good uh idea of how to check the internet. Yeah. Um Um But I also think that there are people who are maybe if Hey, if the paranormal exists, if any of this shit exists, maybe there are people who are a little little more tuned in to yeah. some shit. But, like, this level of certainty mm-hmm. of, like, it, it it's real... F- it's fucking... It's a grift. Yeah. She's just, uh, she's just trying to get people to check her website, which yeah, no, she did. I, th- I think, like, okay, people who are more in tune with other people's emotions totally but being able Claire to walk empathic yeah but being able to walk into a place and been like yeah so this guy named joseph he died he hung himself he's mad he was he had a conversation at one point like that's all bullshit and he she is the biggest goddamn grifter like okay here's the thing here's my here's my benchmark test for a psychic if like a psychic came up to me and she looked me in the eyes and she said, you once had a reoccurring dream about a gender neutral African baby getting beaten by an <laughs> SS woman. Then I would be like, okay, you got me. You are psychic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Also her hand movements. I think her hand movements are a, are a part of the grift. Oh, dude! I think of she's course. trying to like, like, like look like she's she's doing some magic shit, and also distracting the eyes, and just yeah. like, look, oh, I'm I'm tapping my fingers, and I'm ooh, I'm doing this magic stuff. It's it's almost like she's doing like an early '90s offensive impersonation of somebody doing sign language, like <laughs> oh it's so God. over the top and stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb, and she well, does. Yeah. And she does so many things like, oh, she they get her get her to the the attic and she starts rubbing her neck. Oh, my God. She goes over the top, over the top about that. Where she's yeah. like, oh, oh, 
he hung himself. And yeah. like <laughs> it's like not even a not even a like I feel heat on my neck or yeah. I feel very uncomfortable or I feel like I'm being <laughs> raised up. Anything. She's just like, mm, my neck. He hung himself. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I just love the instant that that was started happening. I just imagined like her going into a similar place where somebody died of autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> she starts doing the jack off motion. <laughs> she's just, she's just like absentmindedly stroking a ghost dick. And she's like, he died in a lot of intense pain and pleasure. I just, it's so fucking funny. And I think I'm going to take this time since we're on the subject of psychics. I already have Zach Bagan's I Am Haunted Living Life Through the Dead. That's right. But I was also just gifted Ghost Hunting for Dummies, which was written by Zach Bagan's. Oh my God. This is so apropos. I flipped to a page after watching this episode and it's just Zach Bagan's fucking shit talking science for not being flexible enough to accept psychics in the lot. So wow. <laughs> this, this chapter is called ghosts don't always perform on command on this edition of the Bagan's Bible study. Oh my God. When it comes to ghosts, they need to be yelled at. <laughs> when it comes, and like the the anti science narrative that Zach Bagans is building here is pretty astonishing. When it comes to ghosts, the perception by mainstream scientists is even worse, referencing the fact that no one takes psychics seriously. No matter what kind of evidence seems to be gathered, nothing changes the mind of scientists. <laughs> Scientists say that they cannot walk through a house because their feet would have to apply pressure to the floor. If they were able to do this, then they could not pass through walls. Because being able to do one without being able to do the other violates the scientific laws of action and reaction. Ghosts, quite simply, cannot be real. And that is the most bullshit glossing over of That's all the so other dumb. problems. That's so dumb. Ghosts. And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. So Zach Bagans comes out hard against science in the in a, the stupidest way possible. And it's just like his whole shtick in in this chapter is that science doesn't like doesn't consider paranormal investigation and psychics to be real because it's not repeatable which is why the chapter is called ghosts don't always perform on command but here's the thing here's my thing my counter argument to zach bagans and pseudoscientists out there repeatable science has given us a vaccine in eight months that's going to save the world from a horrible disease or virus called covid and is also responsible for Every other good thing in the world. Yeah, no. Repeatable science is uh, basically science. Yeah. The the non-repeatable science, a.k.a. pseudoscience, has given us candles that have been dipped in Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy for some reason. <laughs> One of the two is a, is a net more trustable system. Get get coming at science for being like, well, science is mean because it doesn't accept us because we can't repeat our experience. <laughs> Basically, he's saying science is a buzzkill and yeah. kind of boring. So fuck them. Yeah. We yeah we science science says like Zach Bagans goes to science and Zach Bagans says, look, we have a blurry photograph of something that could be a ghost, and the scientist is like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, do you want to try and get one again? Same location? And Zach's like, that's not how it works. And then he cries and turns away. 
He's like, you expect me to start yelling in that corner the same way again? Opening myself up was so dangerous. <laughs> it's a just, it's a flow, man. The way I threaten the afterlife, the way I threaten ghosts, it's a flow. <laughs> oh, oh, but this, this, oh, this brings us to one of my, one of the, like, biggest plot points yeah. in the entire episode. Because mm-hmm. Sheila, Sheila's still doing her, like, he died, thing. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she looks at Aaron. First, she's like, she's like, he doesn't like you guys at all. He doesn't like men <laughs> at all. He hates men. He he doesn't like me, but he hates you. And then she's like points at Aaron, who's holding the camera, points directly into the camera, and she says, but he really hates you. And that yeah. is just the best fucking setup. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit. No matter who Sheila is, no matter what she is, she is a damn good plot driver. Oh, yeah. She knows how to drive the plot. Professional. Yeah, Yeah. she know she could she could sense that he was the easiest (laughs) easiest to scare too. Because she's like she says something about how like well if you get scared easier, he probably hates you more. But (laughs) she could she could tell. That or it cuts to a shot 24 hours earlier where Zach rolls over in bed after giving Sheila a good pounding and they're smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and Zach slips her a $20 bill and says, just fuck with Aaron a little bit for me, okay, tomorrow? Just tell, just tell Aaron that the ghost really hates him. That will get me off harder when we fuck again. <laughs> Oh my god! But, I think honestly, so after, like half half the reason why anyone would ever listen to this podcast is your impression of, of <laughs> Zach Baggins. Because every time I watch an episode now, I think of you doing your impression of his stupid voice. Apologize. Sorry about that. I really apologize. I mean, respectable scientific voice. Very. Very, his very, very respectable, well-thought-out, well-educated, on the cutting edge of the paranormal sciences. <laughs> After this, they, they do the next stupidest thing that I've ever seen on television, is where they take Sheila out to find the original location oh God, as another test. This scene is so fucking bad. So they <laughs> take the her to this fucking... They take her to the, the graveyard where this house was adjacent to. Somewhere. Yeah. Ooh, we don't know where. But the internet knows. Um, yeah. So they're hanging out and, and uh, Zach's like, whoa, uh, I'm really sorry. It's like raining and storming like this, but blah, blah, blah. And then the fucking lightning strike and he's like, ah! <laughs> and like they all fucking start running and they pipe in this mo the most horrible like royalty free like <laughs> mission impossible <laughs> music oh god oh god oh god come on come on go nick go holy cow i think we can take cover where can we take cover guys it's lightning come on get out of here go i can just imagine them talking to the editor they're like, dude, all right, like this dude for real, this scene, like honestly, like honestly, for real, like we should probably have like honestly a like action, like just this is our action sequence, yeah. dude. This is our running. Honestly, I think it's going to really enhance the tension of the scene because I was getting very wet. <laughs> but you couldn't see it on him because his hair was so spiky and his shirt was so black. But yeah, on yeah. but on Sheila, uh oh, poor girl's Wet voice. T-shirt contest. <laughs> yeah, Zach was wearing that was that's what his shirt incantation is. Is it, it's a plus three to water resistance. Yeah, water resistance around the nips. <laughs> but so the thing that really like the whole scene is very goofy, and they eventually Sheila's like. Oh, yes, this is where the argument happened. I can feel it. This is must be where the house is. And it cuts to a <laughs> yeah. voiceover where Zach is like, 
And she was right. We checked with public records and this is where the house used to be. And it's like, bitch, it ain't hard to do a public records if check. If you can do it, Zach, Sheila can do it. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so silly. And that that leads us in to the lockdown yes. of the Riddle House. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. Immediately, Zach starts fucking flexing on these ghosts. And he go he oh. gives the biggest yeah. internet white knight speech he's given so far. Where his only thing is he's like, we're here to provoke the spirits that are pulling on women's hair and making them afraid to come back inside. We want to take those spirits on because those are the kind of spirits that we provoke. It's like, yeah. And he's, and he's like, he's like, get ready. Cause like we're, we're, you've never taken on people like us before. I hope you can hear me up there in the, in the damn attic. We're not going to run from you. Because you've never came up against guys like us before. This is this is an episode which would have really served if he had his fedora so he could tip it. He could doff his fedora <laughs> to the ladies out there that he's white knighting for. Don't worry, girls. Uh, Zach Bagans is going to make sure these ghosts don't pull your hair anymore. Um, I mean, we have ladies that we interview that are scared to come back in this house because of hair being, you know, pulled, uh, being tormented. That's the only time we use provocation. There's no right for bullies in the living or on the other side in the dead. Yeah, don't worry. Zach Baggins doesn't pull hair. No, no, no. And he doesn't like it when others do <laughs> because that messes up the, the chill. Oh. This is another uh, uh, Ghost Adventures fashion report. So Aaron is wearing his vest again, his tactical oh, vest. Yeah. Which oh, man, I didn't even think about it. I watch. So I watched the episode with my, my partner. And the first thing that she said when she saw him was like, is he wearing a fucking life vest? Because it's like got corset straps all the way th on the side. No, it's just so fucking tactical it's so tactical he could go anywhere he can survive anything with that vest on that's right he could he could also be mistaken for wearing period clothing because from the side it does look like he's wearing a corset but <laughs> so they're getting set up they're getting what? fucking set that up pissed off joseph the ghost like, yeah take that off Take it off, boy. You're turning me on too much. <laughs> oh, I, this is just going back to autoerotic asphyxiation. I just want to get an EVP someday where it's just like a slow, just like. <laughs> we heard what sounded like the wet squelching of a recently ejaculated penis. We turned on the spirit radio and we caught this. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> faster, faster. <laughs> I'm busting. Nut. <laughs> it came in your hair. <laughs> so the, the action starts even before they turn on the camera where... Mm. Like that's right. There's a pounding, a pound, and a pulling on the front door. Yeah, and a bell is ringing, and Zach Bagans turns on the camera, desperation, being like, "Bro, already things are starting." And the first thing that happens once they actually get on the uh, on the on the investigation is they're walking around, and the EMF detector is going crazy. It's at a ten. There's a ton of electromagnetic field stuff happening, and he's feeling all these cold spots. Zach uh, stunts on the fucking ghosts by putting a, a, a two-before up on top of the stairs. Yeah, and he's like, this is for you. This is for you. You like hitting people on top of the head? Well, you should do that to me. And then, lo and behold, the board falls yep. down one step. Which, okay. Yeah. It falls down a step. 
and and they're like, no, no, what? what? And then, like, it honestly, like, it's a pretty boring haunting because there's a lot of things just falling over off of camera. Most of the things fall over off camera. Like, the, the board falls, it's cold, then... The big one. The flag falls. Yeah. The... The, they get to the top of the spit stairs after investigating the board falling over. And then Zach, <laughs> Zach is acting frozen. He's saying, he's like, this is insane, guys. I feel like my body can't move. I'm so cold. Oh my gosh, dude. Come up here. Come up here. Holy God. I can't describe this. It's just my whole body's just went completely freezing right now, man. And then the flag fucking falls over and he goes full on horror movie narration whoa what the f- what was that guys oh my god oh my god what was that oh my god what happened oh my god dude oh fuck so 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 this shit falls over it's cold yeah there's some prime sound bites <laughs> They're doing a lot of testing with the flag, and this is when we first noticed that Zach Bagans is walking around with a noose around his shoulders. <laughs> and this is right when Zach starts yelling, Why don't you like men? Uh, uh, they're right, it doesn't like men. It doesn't like men. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I want to make that sound bite into my fucking ringtone. Oh yeah. Why don't, Why you, don't like you like men? <laughs> uh, I literally was wearing a shirt today that said "Sorry about men." <laughs> in, in like, it looks like one of those like "Sorry we're closed." Yeah. Kind of signs. <laughs> and my roommate was talking. He was like, "He's like, you know, if I didn't know you, I'd think you were just trying to be like a smartass. But I know you, and yeah. I know that you mean it." <laughs> well that's i think i think that zach bagans like you can make a meme out of that and just put in the text why do why do you hate men and just post that all over feminist blogs and that will just get so much traction of somebody like zach bagans yelling why don't you like men yeah no that's some men go their own way kind of incel <laughs> shit great i love it that that should be one of our shirts zach bagans just a picture of zach bagans and why don't you like why do you hate men dude i'm crying dude what i don't know why they go to the attic and yeah that's that's when zach starts posturing he goes on a an epic anti-bullying rant where he says oh. definitively he doesn't they do not use provocation on innocent spirits they provoke the harmful spirits which yeah and then and then <laughs> he just straight up puts a noose up yeah. on a fucking rafter and he's like he's like i don't mean any disrespect i don't mean any disrespect but uh as he's like putting up a fucking suicide noose remember i am not doing this because i have disrespect i have disrespect for evil entities that conflict that, that do harm on the living and when you're scaring people away that don't ever want to enter in this house again you're not gonna you're not gonna scare us away all right and he's doing it only off of the assumption that he's a bad spirit from fucking sheila well, the other lady, there was that one lady who said he pulled her hair, but she also had the exact same hair as Zach. <laughs> but so that's the thing. It's like, they the lady said that she got her hair pulled. Okay. She didn't say it was by Joseph. She thinks it's Joseph. Everybody thinks it's Joseph, but maybe Joseph's just hanging out there. He's just sad because he hung himself and there's some other asshole. Yeah. Pulled, and, the, and now Zach is up there tying a noose to the ceiling with, like a practiced skill that is disconcerting. Yes. <laughs> like, well, he... it's also, no, I don't know, Joel. I, I, I will. <laughs> when I was watching him wrap that thing up, I was like, that's not going to hold a human's weight, which also <laughs> shows the way that we approach things. 
because <laughs> my first thought was, you can't kill yourself with that. Um, <laughs> your first thought was, man, he knows how to fucking set up a noose. The other thing, the other thing that happened that we 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 forgot to mention was the moment where Zach, like tells Aaron this is time oh yes it's your time to sack up you know and it's like it's shortly after Sheila is like he hates yeah. you you are staying by yourself up in that attic tonight with the noose and you know was, what I'll be totally honest man I will try it this is your your time after hearing something like that to face your fear it's clear that he's like inviting Aaron to ascend from beta <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The alpha is is giving him a chance to prove himself. And Aaron will come to regret that. Yes, he will. We'll be downstairs. Maybe right down the stairs, like right here. We'll be somewhere down there. Don't worry about it. All right, do it. This is for you guys. <laughs> Said I'd do it, I'll do it. Good luck, buddy. Aaron is left alone under the noose with an EVP recorder up in the attic by himself. <laughs> And he starts off, I, I, oh I love God. Aaron again. Zach Bagans, come fight us in the dark. Aaron, come hug us in the light. Because Aaron is such an honest and open boy. Yes. I don't want to be harmed. I don't. Yeah, he's like, oh, I just don't like this. I don't want to be here. And then he like cringes to himself before he starts saying mean yeah. shit. He's like you're a coward oh my god damn it uh, is this where you hung yourself oh bro i can't believe i said that <laughs> <laughs> he's Incredible. having the worst time up there which is it's so funny and then he he starts he starts talking at the ghost because sheila told him that the ghost hates him but i feel like aaron is kind of projecting here because he's like why do mm. you hate me? And he says it with so much emotional honesty. Yeah. I feel like he's really just letting out his confusion with his relationship with Zach out on the fort. Like, do you hate me? Why don't you like me? Yeah. Why can't I be one of the investigators? Why can't, why, why am I the, why am I the gear man? <laughs> Meanwhile, as Aaron is having a, uh, existential crisis about his relationship with Zach vis-a-vis -a, -vis a ghost that he's talking to, the other boys are downstairs and this is where yes. we hear the noise in the kitchen. Yeah. Dude, the Get the camera. Get the camera. What was that? Get the camera. Aaron? That came from the kitchen. Stay calm. Nick. Shh, shh, shh. Stop. <laughs> and they flip out. And it is such an amazing moment where Nick just is like in it. He just, he stands up immediately. He's ready oh, for yeah. action. And Zach, it's like he's being sapped of all his power he's like Ugh. nick nick full on yeah. alpha wolf's zach oh big time because fucking aaron's not there to witness yeah. this this is the moment this is this is nick's moment to be like to be like look zach you don't have your <laughs> your little yeah. crony this is it this is this is us versus a ghost was that bro what was that nick i'm trying to figure it out right now hold on zach is going like full-on horror movie dialogue again like nick what's on the ground nick what's on the ground and nick is just like shush man i'm looking like dispassionate yeah calm alpha wolf oh. he's pulling out his alpha wolf fucking naughty dick and slapping it across Zach's face and just saying, I'm investigating. You have to be quiet. And meanwhile, perpetual beta, uh, Aaron Goodwin is in the attic still. <laughs> he, and this is where he says, uh, do you know, did you hang yourself? And then through gritted teeth and squinty eyes, uh, did you know that's the coward's way out? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. And then a cage falls yes! behind him yes! and he screams. 
and yells and runs away oh, yeah. in a very authentic moment of fear. And Zach Bagan sees his chance to try and get save some face and reassert his alpha position here. They meet Aaron like halfway down and Aaron's telling them about all the noises he heard. And there's a great, my favorite moment of the episode is Aaron is explaining things and he's just like, I was actually asking the stupid questions, man. Like the you asked, like, when did you die? Done that, man. Yeah, and then he, yeah, yeah, he does a little imitation <laughs> of Zach, and he's like, he's like, God, I can't believe I did this. Like, oh, how did you <laughs> die? Ooh. Like, like you do. Oh my God, I can't believe I did this. Like, he's like, he's realizing that he totally just like gave yeah. in and tried to become Zach <laughs> and got punished yeah. for it. And and then. It's in, at that moment was amazing. I'm so glad oh. you <laughs> noticed that moment. <laughs> and like then I did. and then Zach Zach is like, no, don't call yourself stupid. And then fucking Zach sees his opportunity to get macho again. He just cuts Aaron off and says, "I'm going in." And he goes up into the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he fucking yeah. he just machos up to go into the at the attic and then. Nothing else really happens. Like, they catch one EVP in the child room. Yeah, you're right. There was this moment of, like, of like, but we did catch this yeah. sound of a little girl playing with toys in the toy room. And it's like, but that's not what we were. We, we didn't, we don't care. And this is, like, where the haunting stuff gets confusing. It's like, okay, so a guy, like... The guy moves ladders because he's anti-ladder because he used a ladder to hang himself. Does that make sense? I don't fucking know. He's pulling people's hair. He doesn't like men. There's a little girl. There's someone stealing flags. It's all, it's a hodgepodge of weirdness. You said it was a decent episode. I don't know how I feel about the episode. I think that like they didn't get any like actual ghosts on camera. Yeah. It was all things falling in the background. Mm. They got one EVP that had nothing to do with anything. And it's like a baby's voice being like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, nah, as, as a fucking, as a ghost, ghost adventures episode. No, no. But for the people and the interactions and the friends we made on the way. Yeah. Good. This is low on content. If ghost adventures is a shonen anime, which it clearly is, because Zach Bagan's trying to fight ghosts. <laughs> oh my god, I would watch the shit out of that. So hard. I would love to watch that. But if this was a shonen anime, this would be the episode where Zach Bagan's, he's not, him and his crew aren't fighting anything. It's not heavy on plot. It's all character development. Aaron, we, we saw him get a little brave. There's now tension between Zach and Nick. That alpha position, that is contested. The heat is on. As far as the haunting, it's okay. Like, yeah, the evidence on this episode, pretty meh. The characters, mm, I mean, we've introduced a psychic now. Sheila. Sheila is She's, pretty good. She is a wonderful grifter and a probably a terrible human being. And... With that, with those fighting words, I think it's time to get into the titular segment of this show. It's time to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us. Come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Eric. What is your challenge that you want to lay down at the feet of Zach Bagans? I think I'm going to say, um, with this episode in mind, while in the dark, we are not allowed to touch each other physically. <laughs> we are only allowed to throw two by fours at each other's heads. Uh... Which, like, sounds like it could hurt, but also sounds really hard. <laughs> I, I love, like, the thought of, like, gladiatorial combat. Like, in one hand, we have a two-by-four. In the other, <laughs> we have a noose. And we can just... 
We're throwing two by fours and we're whipping each other in the dark. Oh, oh yes. Beautiful. I, I love that. I think, I think to add to that, because they are in Florida and Florida is, is terrible. I think, I think you have, we'd have to do it. Let's make it epic. It's yeah. fighting in the dark. Two before noose. The only light that is provided in the arena is from a thunderstorm from outside. Oh, wow. We're doing this in we're, a hurricane? We're doing this in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, throwing, throwing two by fours at each other in a hurricane. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That sounds incredible. It sounds very dark, very scary. Yes. And also gives us a little timer. Makes it so that the fight has to end before the fucking hurricane kills yeah, both. Exactly. I think that's I think that fucking nails it. Like that is the most epic ghost off fight <laughs> that we could possibly have. And because it's in the middle of a storm, because one of the prevailing themes about paranormal investigation is that like rain and water is conducive to spirits for some reason. So I'm assuming the arena in which we fight will be filled with spiritual energy. Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Honestly, so honestly, everybody who's listening to this, honestly, please like, comment, or subscribe, or do whatever our podcast has built in for you to share it. Uh, Leave us a review on blank iTunes YouTube Podcast Center. <laughs> oh, I'd love to like enter that later where it's like, leave us a review on iTunes. Please, please like and subscribe on <laughs> Honestly, we would appreciate it. We will we will be engaged with the community because there's so many of you. We will dedicate honestly, honestly, honestly. We care about each and every one of you. And Eric Honestly, I love you. Come fight me in the dark, Joel. Did you just say me I love did you just say you love me in the dark? Your phone cut out. <laughs> he said come fight me in the dark, Joel. <laughs> oh, I will come fight you in the dark. The love has been taken away, and the battle will begin. Alright everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to Come Fight Me in the Dark. Eric and I really appreciate it. We love doing this shit and we want to do so much more. So if you love it, please tell a friend, make your associates listen to it, play it at your place of work even though it will get you fired, and keep listening on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever we can put it in the future. You can follow us on Twitter at Come Fight Me in the Dark using at CFMITD. You can also reach out to us at AaronIsABottomBiatch at gmail.com. Please send us all of your Zach Bagans fan art, your questions, or your spooky ghost stories. We'll try and get to them and share them around as much as we can. We really want to see them and hear from you folks. Again, thanks so much for listening. We love you.